going on, guys? And welcome in to the Benches Clear Podcast, where we cover the best rivalry in all of sports. I am Jesse Gutierrez, and I represent the side of the San Francisco Giants. And I'm Tyler Cohen. I represent the side of the 2020 World Series champion, Los Angeles Dodgers. That is right. And we are only 35 days away, if you're listening, on this Thursday uh, to the Buster Posey Dick Tropping Tour. And I'm excited. I'm excited for it. I'm excited for baseball games on Sunday. I was going to say, and only a couple days away from actually watching real live baseball. I just want to do the count because the thing is, is people are disrespecting Buster Posey. They're disrespecting the Giants in general um, with all these fucking projections I keep seeing. I saw another projection that had Giants uh, finishing dead last in the division. Um, uh, I don't think that's going to happen. No, it's, it's not. It's not. And I think that the Giants have a solid uh, claim on maybe that last wild card, but that's a whole third other or story. They got a, a claim on third or fourth place. Definitely, I, they're, <laughs> I feel like semi-pro fourth place. No, but it's third place though. So third place. That's how we're gonna do it. Yeah, we'll um, see. but but apparently we need to be part of uh, Rotary clubs to get any inside information. Um, do you? How do you sign up for one of those? Tyler? Have you done the research yet to to get us in? Be rich and white, probably. Okay, so you're halfway there. I was gonna say I got I got halfway there, but the hardest half I don't have. So I don't think I'm gonna be joining anytime (laughs) soon. It might be a little bit harder for me to be white than it is to be rich, but that's true. I could be wrong. I don't know. It's 2020. We can make things Uh, happen. You're you're white passing, I guess. (laughs) Thanks. Thanks. That's a that's a compliment. Compliment, right? (laughs) I don't know. Let's let's talk about this this douche uh, Kevin Ma- um is it Mather or Matt I don't know what you know his what's fucking funny? name is. Every single interview podcast whatever I've watched, no mm. one knows how to pronounce his name. Everyone does exactly oh, wow. what you just did. Is it this? Is it that? No one knows. Well, at first that made me feel good, and then you were just basically like you literally just copy and pasted what everyone said. You ain't original. <laughs> You're just, just as stupid as everyone else. You, use a basic exactly. Um, so Kevin Marshall Mathers. Um, I, there's just so many things wrong with the situation, right? Um, and it's not shocking to hear because it's things that we all like knew and suspected strongly, you know, like when you suspect, like, obviously, like, it's like the same thing of being like, you know, OJ did it. Like, you don't actually know, but, but you know, oh, yeah, no, you know what I'm saying? Right. Like, it's, but people are shocked and I understand why the players union had to act appalled and shocked. Um, but honestly players, um, uh, Jared, uh, fuck, how do you say his last name? Jared Kelnick. Kelnick. Okay. Sorry. Jared Kelnick. They should be doing fucking backflips at this moment. They should be, they should be celebrating in the streets because they have undeniable proof now. When it comes oh, to yeah. the CBA and, and it comes to grievances, like I, I understand why they have to act upset, right? And why there's an uproar in baseball. But I feel like it's kind of like glad that this happened. You know what I mean? Because it just would have continued. They could have kept on denying it. Now they can't. Yeah, can you imagine what that grievance hearing is going to be like? <laughs> it's like now uh, exhibit A for evidence. <laughs> And yeah, that's it. Uh, case closed. Uh, <laughs> the Mariners lose. Oh, it's just it's you know who's, it's, you know who's pissed? Chris Bryant. Chris Bryant's probably so oh, god, right yeah. now, like I wish our that CEO the Ricketts family didn't, out, didn't yeah, yeah, exactly. And just because you know, like, yeah, we kept him in Iowa, you know, because we want to save money. Fuck it. And, and here's the thing I everyone knows, like we've said a million times, and, and, I, and I, I'm sorry I keep saying it, but like. Everyone knows, but it's you can't prove it in court. So people like Chris Bryant lost a lot of money. Glaber Torres lost a lot of money um, in not only just a year back from free agency, but their teams are willing to pay more when you're a year younger because they'll pay more for that extra year of that prime primeness. Prime years. Mm-hmm. Primeness. The, the prime um, primeness. Couldn't yeah, exactly. Um, so it's just, I, yeah. If I if I were them, I'd be pretty pissed because you don't. You know, you literally just got bent over and fucked for it. But when you're looking at the grand scheme of things, 
Ooh, I think everyone's excited, or they should be excited. They should act appalled. Players union should act appalled because the situation is appalling. It's it's ridiculous that these players are making billions and billions of dollars for your franchise, but then you want to jip them out of one extra year of service time. You don't want to pay them 0.5 million of um uh uh yeah for for arbitration. And I and I no way do I want these owners to be broke. Uh, I'm not, I'm not trying to say that they should give all their money away. And that was never close to coming true. Never going to come true. But the thing is, is if you're going to be that rich and make that much money, don't play poor and don't try to like penny pinch these guys that are fueling your sport, fueling your money. Yeah. I mean, this all kind of just validates everything we have said, mainly you about some organizations just don't want to compete. And I mean, yeah. they, they want to compete, like I've said, but doing it their way, yeah. you know, like it's, it's so obvious, you know, obviously this guy admitted manipulating service time, but it just, I just don't, it's like we talked about the other day, like, do you want $20 now or $10, but that $10 can grow. Like yeah. you just saying, we aren't going to put a product on the field until we absolutely have to. Mm-hmm. it's just ridiculous you know yeah. him saying you're not going to see this guy at t-mobile park in 2021 uh-huh. you know what if the guy's hitting 500 halfway through the season in the minors <laughs> how can you not call him up it's, it's yeah ridiculous. and and the i think the more telling thing is when he was talking about someone and telling him that um um you know you're not going to see him april 1st but you're going to see him halfway oh, like, through yeah, april two weeks literally later. literally saying we're going to manipulate like that is literally the definition. And, you know, they're always back, but it was, well, they got to work on defense. Oh, we want them to work on a different position or whatever yeah. bullshit excuse they used to. And everyone knew it was bullshit, but it still can be proved in court. So these players can get money. And you know what? It's good that the players get their money earlier. They're going to get their chickens because if they have a down year coming into their age 28 season, um, they're going to get a shitty, have to pick up a shitty deal. Um, and yeah, I just, there's I just, just don't so many under- things. I don't understand the just the the bragging tone he has of like, yeah, we're we're gonna save a you know a million dollars or two. We're gonna hold this guy down, yeah. like like he's saving those guys' money. Like yeah, yeah like it's just- that's like the the ticket into the Rotary Club. Like I know we're all rich, but look how much cheaper I am than you guys. Look how much more <laughs> frugal I am. Yeah, and it's- you know what? I I get it. I I get it about the. That's what owners do all the time in any business to 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 make money about the parking and and but it's just like to be so happy about making your your employees park on the other side of town. It's kind of a rough part of town because you want to make thirty dollars uh, ahead parking. It's like it's not a good look, bro. Well, it's it's also interesting because at T. Have you ever been to T-Mobile? I have. So I don't know. How I remember long parking ago- on the street though. I was going to say, I was there two years ago, and there's not really a parking lot. No, but, I mean, no, it's it's not a parking lot. It's it's He just owns the parking structure, I think, across the street or, or right next to it. Oh. So his parking lot, it's not affiliated. It's not like the Mariner's parking lot. It's just kind of, oh, okay. you know, like you know, like when you're looking for spots, hoping for a meter, and, you know, you see the park. How much is the parking structure? 30 bucks. Fuck that. And then you yeah. keep going. That's one of his parking spots. Okay. Yeah, I guess I Ubered from my hotel, so I Yeah, I'm, I'm trying park, to remember but, the whole thing, but I'm but pretty I sure... I've never seen any, but... Yeah, so good news for the players. Um, like I said, you got to act appalled, and I, and I completely get that because the situation is appalling, but awesome for the players. Well, I, I think we should hop into all the shit he was saying about people not being able to speak English. Oh, God. I mean, what... <laughs> I wonder how many languages he speaks. I bet you it's just one. I bet you yeah. he just speaks English. So uh-huh. shut the fuck up. And him just like, well, we had to pay $75,000 a year for an interpreter. Uh-huh. $75,000? Your base pay for these players are is over half a million dollars. And you want to mm. gripe about seventy-five grand? And like, it, give me a fucking break. And it's not like that's the guy getting his coffee, right? It's not like it's the pillow fluffer. This is a guy who is literally communicating between you and exactly what the player needs. 
the player might be able to describe kind of what he's he's uh, feeling or how how he's feeling or what he wants in vague terms because there's no English all that well, and that can lead to injury. <laughs> that could lead to just huge miscommunications. That is just a, a huge headache that can cost you way more than seventy five thousand dollars. So yeah. that's that's mind boggling to me. It's it's and I think that just goes to if you think like in, in a normal. Um, a normal area. If if th think of like a, a normal person, it's kind of like doing your own oil change because you know the oil and the filters cost twenty bucks, but to have someone else change is thirty five dollars. Wouldn't you pay that? Like that's what that's like ten extra bucks yeah, right. for for like a normal person like us who don't who make fifty thousand dollars or sixty or seventy eighty whatever you know right. like so. For me, it's like, dude, change my oil every single time. Like, I'm gonna fuck something up. I'm gonna make something worse. You know what I mean? I know how yeah. to change an oil. I, I know how to change the oil, but at the same time, I'd rather chill and hang out and pay someone ten bucks. Like, I would ch pay ten bucks to someone to wash my car. Okay, so change my oil and make sure it's good. Do it. Yeah, yeah. It, <clears throat> and again, the the setting of this video conference, him talking to the Rotary Club. Like why? I just don't understand why you would say this shit. Like, who are you trying to impress? It's not like if he was giving a talk to the Rotary Club and giving like really insightful things on the inside operations, yeah. like that would be super neat. Yeah, but he's just like saying all the wrong shit and shit you wouldn't want anyone to hear. And I mean, I'm yeah. super glad he said it because now he's gone. He resigned. Exactly, and it and helps kind of purify the sport. But yeah. Dude, just in, insane shit like, oh, we we overpaid for this guy or, you know, we tried to give this guy a six-year deal, but he wants to bet on himself because he thinks he's worth it. And we'll see mm -hmm. how that works out. And it's like, dude, who the fuck are you? No one's going to want to play for your organization. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's a huge deterrent. And it's crazy that the mayor, I mean, mayors have to save face, right? They have to be like, Oh my gosh, we don't agree. That's not at all what this is. They have to, but no one fucking believes them. Even if that was true, even if it was like a, a, a percentage true, no one is going to fucking believe them. So when yeah. you hear you're getting traded to the Mariners, you're like, fuck dude. You know what I'm I, saying? Well, and honestly now, honestly now though, I think things are going to be able to change because that happened. So well, now they have they have to. Yeah. I mean, yeah. You should be happy for Jared, Jared Kelnick. He's like, yeah, you should be stoked. Well, even and Kyle Seeger, like Kyle Seeger <laughs> posted on Twitter, like, I guess I should put my house up for sale. Yeah, his wife did. Yeah. Like, that, that's crazy. Yeah. Well, I mean, Kyle Seeger's just gonna get not gonna get paid. So I mean, I don't think he'll directly benefit from it. But Kelnick, he's he there's no way they can keep him down for two weeks. There's, there's no way unless for some reason he gets like injured. That's the only way. And then they have like doctor's proof. That's literally the only way. Other than that, he's up and guess what? He gonna get that. He gonna get his chickens one year early. Congratulations. I, I don't know. I, I seriously would not. I seriously would not be surprised because now they can say because he's out. Mm -hmm. You know, the CEO is out. They can yep. be like, well, as an organization, you know, minus this guy. We decided he does need to work on defense or no, yeah, he's you know, he sincerely needs this, and then all of a sudden, like, oh, like number five, six prospect in baseball. Yep, he's coming up. We're gonna have a stud outfield. <laughs> yeah, the best thing honestly, the best thing you do from, from here is to be like, listen, we want to rally around this guy, he's gonna be our, our, our outfielder of the future. So we're gonna bring him up like basically how the Mets did with Pete Alonso. Um, and like I said, I, I believe some organizations will risk that year of, of service time because some, some do the, the Mets came out and they literally said, um, before the season started, we're bringing up Pete Alonso. He's going to be our first baseman. We don't care about the service time. Let's go. I mean, I would imagine the motivation is, Hey, we want to lock him up long-term and we want to show good faith. And I feel like that saves more money in the long run than trying to jip these players out of one year of service time. Um, yeah. I mean, I don't have figures, uh, but I'm just thinking a, a logical standpoint. Well, yeah, I mean, you you'd be more prone to get the hometown discount 
if you treat the player with respect and treat them well from the get-go instead of trying to fuck them every, you know, every chance you get and then the time for free agency comes up and it's yeah. like, hey, you know, we're the treat people them. that gave you a chance begrudgingly yeah. because we wanted to keep you down and manipulate that service time. Yeah. But give us a chance. Yeah. Take the the, the only way deal. Um, their, their, their GM, uh, the guy from the Angels, is it Diplo or Dipolo, whatever how you say his name. Anyways. <laughs> some dick anyways uh but he's gonna have to rally around the guy and, and convince him that they're gonna bring him up and everything's good that's the only way that we could uh that they, they they're gonna be able to survive and, and be able to lock him up long term giants made a couple signings uh to add to that uh pitching staff i guess you can call it um shun kamaguchi um a huge lincecum fan so obviously that means he's a good guy uh do put up a lot of good numbers in japan um, you know, o- over his career, there was a three, a three five ERA. Um, you know, had a lot of strikeouts, and then then signed that t- um, that two year six million dollar deal with the uh, the Blue Jays. Blue Jays released him. Giants picked him up after uh, he elected free agency. Um, so the, the the Blue Jays are on on tr- uh, on the line on the line for that three million. So there's not much of a risk here. Only upside, especially because his last year in Japan, do posted two seven eight ERA, um, fucking struck out one hundred ninety four guys in one uh, hundred eighty one innings, so he can put some innings on that arm. Um, yeah, I, I I don't think that there's he also has an opt out if he doesn't make the team. So obviously he's probably like, you know, if he wants to be on a major league roster. So listen, I'm sorry I didn't text this to you because I was gonna text it to you. Um, because I really wanted to 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 show you. You should look it up on Twitter really quick. Um, while you're looking at your phone, just 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 look at it. Um, it's on my. I think I retweeted it and posted some shit. Um, okay. But I'm not gonna talk about his numbers from 2016. That was so long ago. Not gonna talk about in, any of that shit. But if you watch that video, dude, shit looks good. That, what's that he, has. What's he throwing? Fucking. 86 miles an no, hour. No, he's no, he's in the 90s. He's he's hitting 90, 91. Um, Damn. but it's 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 a it's a minor league deal. There's absolutely no risk and only upside. So, um, I'll, honestly, I was thinking the same things. Um, you know, when the Giants signed Brandon McCarthy to a minor league deal, like only upside. You know, we'll pay attention to him. He got rocked in the minors and 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 didn't, never came back. So, I think that. Scott Cashman might have a better chance if you watch that video because dude shit was. I don't don't see it. Maybe I didn't retweet it. Maybe I did. Maybe I didn't. Maybe I thought about retweeting it and I didn't. All right. I don't need to see it. I already know Scott Casimir isn't going to do anything. However, I am going to read when, when Scott Casimir comes up and (laughs) and wins the fucking Cy Young. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) If Scott Casimir Casimir might, might come up and and make a spot starter too. He Um, will have an ERA under four and a half guaranteed. But I suppose for a team like that, you know, that's decent or whatever. (laughs) Honestly, if, if he does, I would consider that a success. Uh, Especially. Um, especially because he's not someone to be relied on. He's going to spot start here and there if he comes up, if his stuff looks good. So you can't expect him to come up and have a fucking two or three ERA. I mean, low, low fours or like just under four is like ceiling. And that's kind of, sure. that's kind of dreaming, you know? And I, 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 that's fine for a minor league deal. That's someone that can maybe give you a start here or there that can be solid. That gives you a chance to win, um, you know, a game or two. You can't, I mean, can't be a t- that can't be top of the rotation or even eh, four or five probably sounds good well, on, on 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 the Giants because their rotation ain't that great. If we want to talk about deals that actually might matter, the okay. Dodgers the Dodgers did complete the trade for Ross Stripling that happened in the middle of the season last year. Oh, that's right. Okay, uh, Dodgers got Ryan Noda. He was uh, the player to be named later, way later. Slapstick prospects. Can, I like it. Dude can rake. He strikes out 30% of the time, <laughs> but he can rake. So if they when can, he gets a when he gets a hold of that leaf, it's it is raked. Yeah. But, so if they if they can fix him or whatever, dude might be something. And yeah. you know, we already 
We already got Max Muncy 2.0 from the A's this year, this offseason. Mm-hmm. So we're we're good for a year or two. And then we get Max Muncy 3.0 when Ryan Noda figures out his shit, and we're good to go. The championships just keep coming back to back to back to back to back. Gosh, you won one, bro. You won one in like Ooh. 10 years of going. Okay, you need to chill on the back-to-back-to-back. I, I mean, honestly, I cannot believe you made that bet. I cannot believe you made that bet, and I think What's maybe again? that if the Dodgers win the World Series, I'm wearing a Dodger hat. If the Dodgers do anything else but win the World Series, you're wearing a Giants hat to a, to a Dodger game. Unfortunately, we're not going to a Dodger or Giant game probably for the next three years because uh, the, I'll be at I'll be at Camelback Ranch in uh, three weeks. Okay. So, but I'm talking about an actual game because the tickets are fucking just they. I think they they uh, they sold out right away. The ones that went on uh, on sale and it's the, just they're they're ungodly. Regular season tickets already. Went yeah, on sale? like the like the 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 ticket vouchers. What the fuck? Yeah, something like that. Well, I saw even people complaining about spring training. Maybe so they're got- reselling. I'm just assuming that was regular season. Maybe they were talking no, about spring training it's games. Spring training. Fucking terrible. Dude, I got God. I got two like box seats right behind the dugout for 60 bucks. Oh wow. Total. Because yeah. I got it off the actual website. But then I saw because they sold nice. out in two hours. They're yeah. like quadruple the price. People are reselling them. Uh, I can fucking imagine, dude. On to better and cooler things. Really excited to bring you guys our guest today. And now we'd like to welcome into the Benches Cleared podcast, NBC Sports Bay Area contributor, Bok Talk, ex-Bok Talk host, co-host of Corked Up. But the most impressive credit she has has to be the fact that she has a big league chew endorsement. Jessica Kleinschmidt, how's it going? I'm good. I do have a big league chew endorsement. I have so much effing big chew, y'all. If you ever need any, just let me know. That's you. You can't. You can't. That's here's the thing, Jessica. You can't say that on like on record. Yeah. Then no, we're gonna, gonna hold you to it. Because I'm then we're gonna hold you to it. it. That's ridiculous. I'll, I'll. I like. I use. I'll. I'll take a dip of grape like as a dessert. Like I just love it. And then yeah. it's. I'm. I'm taking care of. Yeah. I mean, and that's. I feel like that's one of those things where like you made it, even though it's not like maybe like the biggest thing in the world. But like, you know, like having like a bobble. I don't know. It's just one of those things like you made it. You can literally probably die at this moment and you've still made it. I, I would have to agree. It's a pretty good one. It was the, the biggest, the biggest one that was really cool was when they had the first female on female softball player on the front. And mm-hmm. I wrote an article about it or I tweeted it out or something. And they were so appreciative. That's when the relationship started. So it was mainly I was I was just proud that there was a a woman that was being you know, the front and center of this mm-hmm. thing that I grew up with. Like I was obsessed with big league chew growing up. Oh like, God. Yeah. I remember like, even to this day, like I'll sometimes randomly find like a, and I like how you can reseal it. That's the best part. You can reseal mm. it and it'll be at the bottom of my purse sometimes. I, like. I didn't know that. I think maybe I was just a fat little kid who just ate the whole thing and went like, you know, I like one shot. Did. So I didn't, I never, never got that far, you I know? Think you did. I think you did. Yeah. You, yeah. You so there's to, like, pace yourself, but you turned out okay. I think I yeah, did okay. My, you're my mom still that so. fat little kid at heart, but I am too. in a slimmer version. And you have a little bit, of, a little bit of hair on my face. That, that's that's the other thing. Yeah, uh, there you go. So, so um, you Bok Talk did, and um, it's um, is there like a, a like a sentimental thing on 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 how it ended, or is it like kind of like you did your 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 time there and you're happy with it? How how did that exactly go down? I mean, it was sentimental toward the end, um, mm. but up until I was told by like the umpteenth person who's successful, like, hey, I've had many podcasts that worked out and they didn't, it okay. was kind of like moved on. Um, but I have a lot of s- clips for, you know, my resume, my reels, everything like that. Like, and I booked all of my own guests, which was really, really cool. It was something that I mm. I was proud of. So I think we taped it was around for a year. We did, you know, two, about two guests per week um, and only a few recurring roles. I think Pitching Ninja was the only one to come on twice. And mm. so, we, so that, that's a hundred guests right there um, mm. or take a few. And I did that all of all by myself. And 
it taught me to like be a producer because producers are the ones that book the guests. So I got to be a producer. I got to write my own scripts. I got to work on my interview skills and everything like that, which was a great transition into more of the TV stuff that I'm doing now. Mm -hmm. So um, I'm so thankful for, and it was my baby and my mom and, you know, my family back in Reno got to see my face during giants and A's games and they would do the promos and stuff. But yeah, I was, I was very, very proud of it. Um, So the sentimental is definitely over now. And I was nervous that I, I would be, I wouldn't be busy and the season hasn't even started and I'm exhausted. So mm-hmm. it, there's, there's always plenty to do, but I'm very thankful for the people that like tuned in. Cause that was, it was a lot of effing work and I'm, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you covered both, you know, you still obviously cover both teams, but you're mainly, um, mainly A's, but I guess the question for, for a fan aspect is, is it okay to have two teams? baseball in, 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 in your eyes or what do you think? I, I, a hundred percent agree. Um, like I've had, I had, I, before the giants affinity, if you will, um, mm-hmm. I was a big diamondbacks fan because I, I'm from Reno and I covered mm-hmm. them with the triple a Reno. Aces. Uh, that makes so, sense. So, yeah. Okay. So, I mean, you want to chalk it down to having an AL and NL team. It's fine. Like I, I appreciate rivalries. I really, really do. As y'all know, with being a Giants and a Dodger fan. And um, obviously being a huge fan of the podcast, you were like bugging like, Jesse, can I get on? I was like, I'll make, I know. It was, I'll make just time. Like, it was mainly if you guys wanted to have me on, which was. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> People are fighting for the chance to get on. This Forever <laughs> thankful. Um, I actually think you guys can put community service hours toward this. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, so yeah, so no, it's, so I, I'm a firm believer and especially with me as, as a reporter now, I love every single team for a reason. And that has a lot to do with when I worked for MLB.com's cut four. I mean, like I love Joey Votto. I'm for, and that means I'm going to like, I yeah. pay attention to the Reds a little bit more. Obviously the Diamondbacks have an affinity for, um, mm-hmm. and the Padres now with, you know, I helped leak some of the Tatis news. And so I'm going to be paying attention to them a little bit more and, um, just little things like that. So I, I think it's okay, but I also understand when people have the right, cause rivalries are fantastic. They're so good mm-hmm. for the game. And, but I'm also, like I told you guys before we started recording, I, I'm not going to be the person to say, you know, I hate this team. I, I don't hate mm-hmm. it. Um, but I understand if people do just like, don't talk shit. Yes. to me. I'm not going to sit there and say, I hate this team. Cause I like, I don't, there's a reason to love every team in my eyes. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's I, debatable, but yeah, I guess. I feel like, I feel like when I say like, I hate the giants, that's part of the rivalry and it's part of the exactly. fun. Cause Jesse and I always talk about, and we're in agreement here. I think the fun part of the rivalry is, you know, saying I hate the giants and being at a giant Dodger game and being able to talk shit and jab at Giants fan in a fun way. Right. Yeah. You know, and obviously that that goes, sometimes it goes awry and turns violent. And, you know, there, there is no place for that. But having that kind of jabbing like, oh, I hate the Giants. And then just talking shit like that's what makes it fun. But there yeah. are people that have that like deep seated hatred. And that I don't get. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, it's a game. Right. That you don't even play. You don't even have a stake in it. Right. You're just you, watching it. Yeah. And I, and I, and I understand it's my best friend, in the whole wide world. She doesn't, she's not really into sports. We've been friends for almost 20 years and she married mm. into a Yankees family. So the only time we can really go to Yankees games, unless she's in New York is when I take her to an A's game. And cause like the A's are always playing the Yankees minus 2020, of course, in Oakland. And she said she's the best time. Like nobody really talks shit to her because it's it's the A's versus the Yankees. The Yankees sometimes tend to lose that series quite a bit in Oakland, but she's always treated with respect and the A's fans are super nice to her. So it's it's cool. Mm-hmm. And I, I also, you know, it just is what it is. But I'm always like, like, just chill. It's just a yeah. game. Yeah. I think it's it's also like a nice like I I married into uh, obviously living in Southern California. It's very I married into a very huge Dodger um, fan family. Um, so it's kind of honestly like an icebreaker, like you talk shit to each other and it's good. And then you can, you know, go on from there. So it's, as long as you just don't like cross any lines. Yeah. Which well, is, I want to yeah, say I, here and now, just because I cover the A's, like every time I introduce myself and I say, I cover the A's people are like, well, I'm so, well, I'm a Yankees fan. I'm like, I, that's fine. Like I obviously have to pay attention to every single other team. We can have a conversation about the Yankees. We don't even talk about the A's the entire time. A doesn't mean I hate you for not following the team that I follow that I cover. B chill. 
and see if you if you just want to talk shit to me tell me that because mm-hmm. a you're gonna lose b just like let me know so i can get my earrings off like you know what i mean like, <laughs> i feel the same way get my hoops off and put my it, hair up it is oh, a man. game changer when, when i'm because i have like so many earrings when the earrings are coming off like I need a, I need five minutes. And then also hopefully you have a friend who has a, a hair tie because braids take a while, you know? Mm. Yeah. My, my hair doesn't get that long to have that, that, yeah. that issue specifically, right. but um, you back to you uh, covering the giants. Um, do you honestly see them maybe competing for that last wild card spot? Um, and if so, what do you think is like the biggest catalyst? Like what has to happen for that to happen? I, I honestly do. I feel like um, and the, the big, I guess, thing that they need to take advantage of is um, the playoff situation. But I feel like the Rockies and the Diamondbacks are going to take quite a bit of steps back. Um, and mm-hmm. I feel like obviously losing Nolan Arenado is a big part of that. Uh, but I mean, Farhan Saidi was kind of brilliant and he always, ha- he has been since kind of getting in there. And I'm not cause sucking. I'm not sucking. Dude has not missed. I know he's he's been brilliant. He has I mean, not missed. Yeah, he's about so, to miss on the Scott Casimir. Just saying. I disagree. <laughs> I disagree. It's I a, really, and I you knew watch, you if would. You watch, and I if, knew you listen, would. Listen, listen. If you watch, I, 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 it was my mistake. I was a little busy today, and I forgot to send you that video. But if you looked at his his, his workouts, we talked a little bit about it on the podcast. Ninety-seven, ninety-eight, and his velocity. No way. Recent. Are you sure it wasn't eight? Because I was. Why would I lie when I had to edit that piece, Tyler? I had to edit the article. Are you sure that you saw what you saw? Jesse, the video that I saw was only ninety-one. The video I saw was only ninety-one. But obviously, it it, this might be hard to believe, but Jessica does have a little bit more access than us. So okay, well, I'm just trying to defend my myself here. (laughs) I thought this was going to be a total, you know. Jason Schmidt coming to the Dodgers situation where he's only hit 88 on the gun and just giving up the long ball. But if he's really throwing 97, 98, then that makes a lot of sense. And it also makes me upset. He was, but there were were some high velocity balls there. Um, But even if he's at 92, 93, 94. I hope it it was 97, 98. Now I'm paranoid, but (laughs) the 90s were involved. And just shoot the DM. We could, you know, we could. Take that yeah, out. Takes yeah, me a while but, at it anyways. Yeah. Um, so, but it was, it was cool. Like, I, and he hasn't played in, and it was funny. They're like, oh, he hasn't played in like five years. I was like, no, he hasn't played since 2016. Holy shit. It's been yeah, yeah, a right. long time. So it's weird, right? It's like when you tell me the eighties were 30 years ago, I'm like, excuse you. And I look at my birthday. Yeah. I'm like, oh, right. Right. Oh, um, cool. You can fuck off then. Like, okay. like, how dare you tell me facts? Um, uh, but so I, I kind of like that. And like, um, and we, I made the joke, like far, I want to find somebody loyal enough to me as Farhan Zaidi is to anybody he's ever been a part of. Cause Kazmi was part of not only the Dodgers, but the A's too. And Farhan mm-hmm. was there and, you know, Farhan Zaidi found Max Muncie. He found Mike Yastrzemski. He found all these guys and not to mention like, we have a few wild, I don't say wild cards, but as far as specific players, like you never know what you're going to get from Brandon Bell. If he has a similar season, like he did last year. Great. He did well with the approach, the new approach. So yeah. And we don't know how Brandon Crawford's going to be. This might be his last year with the Giants. I, I firmly believe he's one of the best defensive shortstops in the game period. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. And obviously he's one of the older ones. And so it's just different. I'm not, yeah. And I, and I'm a firm believer in that. Um, I really think you guys need to pay attention to Jason Vossler. I feel like he's going to do a lot of really cool Mm -hmm. things. You're just going to, he's a workhorse. Just plop him in somewhere. He's going to do really, really well. You Mm -hmm. have Solano, of course, Um, and um, the guys behind the plate, Kirk Casale, have all these former Reds reunited and they know each other. They know how each other plays. Um, Luciano, he's going to be a terror in the outfield. Alex Dickerson, this is his Thick. first off season without rehabbing an injury. Money. So they have all the ingredients, what it takes. Yeah. Um, it's just going to come down to if their starting pitching can be healthy. And that's, yeah. I don't want to be like a redundant, that's like kind of a redundant statement because that's everybody. But yeah. I feel like they're, they offense, got depth too. So they do have depth and their offense is going to be good, strong bullpen. Um, and everything like that. So they, they kind of did, they kind of did what the A's did, but earlier, like all these last minute signings, but the giants kind of got ahead of it, especially when you see them all on paper, you're like, damn, okay. Like I see you. So 
I'm really, yeah. really excited. So they, I think they have a huge shot. Um, they will not be NL West champion. Sorry, but but you don't know. I mean, anything. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> no, well, I think crazy. I think I think the biggest thing to, for me, I and I said say this, that in case Trevor and Rachel listen to this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I yeah, I think that I, I think you might be safe there. But yeah. um, <laughs> I think the, the biggest uh, the biggest thing that the the, the question mark is what kind of Buster pose you're gonna get. I've been literally tweeting probably like every other day that you know it's 35 days 37 days to freaking just buster posey drops his balls all over everywhere i think that like jesse seems to think that buster posey is going to be the mvp the comeback player I never, of the year. first of all i've never 60 home runs yeah exactly rbis that's no, what but jesse at the, thinks at, at the same time the universe right that's what i'm saying like i think though i think what what happened for me is when he was left out of the top 10 catchers in baseball that really made me upset, especially because who was on it, like backup catchers and guys that only played, you know, not even a hundred game season. I just, I, I, I don't understand it. I understand he's not a top one or two. I mean, I feel like he can, but he, he has to prove it at this point because of bad season and, you know, sitting out. But I don't know. I just feel like it's, it's crazy to think he's not going to put up. Maybe like a, a, like a two, at least to. a two win season. I feel like he has to at this point. No. I don't. I mean, I don't think he's going to be the Buster Posey, you know, back when the in your background. Um, but I really yes. feel like he could. Gang, gang. Yeah, he could be the guy to do kind of the comeback thing. I mean, you see a lot of resurgence in players, right? And I feel like that could be it too. And he's feeling good. And um, if not you have great backup catchers that he can depend on too. So I feel like that's yeah. good. And, you know, obviously his veteran presence is going to help the entire team. Um, mm-hmm. And that's great too. Just um, who, who did it? Was it him that I interviewed? Oh, uh, Aramis Garcia, who's on the A's now. Mm. You know, he learned from Buster and he, I, I think being a catcher is the most underappreciated position period, no matter what level you're at. Mm. Um, and when you're in Buster's presence and think about it this way, if you're either a rookie or a veteran and you just got trade or anything like that, you see Buster Posey behind the plate, you automatically know you're in good hands. And yeah. guy's like a very personable guy. He just doesn't show it that much. Cause he's kind of shows off monotone, but I feel like he's, he's, I, I agree with you. And he could be the deciding factor, whether it means his performance at the plate or not. I think that he could, play a huge role whether it's just his presence alone or anything like that because I feel like Matt Chapman could have done that too but COVID was there and he couldn't join the team you know right um because he was injured and the COVID restrictions and stuff like that so I I somewhat agree with you there Jesse I appreciate that um all that just to just to get third place in the division all that Here's the thing. It's so funny because the thing is you, you talk a lot of shit and I, and I understand why you got all the cards. I get it. But I mm-hmm. seem to remember last year when the giants were going to be in that wall card series, you were, I mean, you weren't scared, scared, but you were kind of shaking in your space boots a little bit because you know, and if, there, if there's one team that can play the giants good, I mean, the Dodgers good, it's the giants. So chill here, homeboy. Right. But that never happened. And we won the world series, but anyways, I mean, totally. I would, I would like to say that I agree with you. you. I will agree yeah. with you, both of you, that I think the Giants are poised for third place because we were talking about it earlier. People are reporting that the Giants are going to finish last. The Rockies yeah, are a dumpster gosh. fire. The Diamondbacks yeah, I don't know didn't why do people anything. Are the Giants are going to be last. That I 100% yeah. disagree with. Yeah, yeah. I, don't, I don't understand what logic, where that's coming from. So I'll give you guys that. It's it's I, a lot I, of I it's a lot of sabermetric guys, um, just because they're just counting on the downturn. Um, I was talking on Twitter uh, to, to to someone, and they were just saying like, "Oh, their their core is older, and you know, they're um, you can't read everything into 2020. They're they're basically discounting the 2020 season, saying their offense was fake, which I get. You can be a little skeptical on it. It just mm-hmm. can't came out of nowhere. But then you're discounting like you have to take into account 2020 a little bit. You know, and the fact that Farhan hasn't missed yet. And when he's excited about a dude, um, that dude always has a good year. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm, I'm obviously hoping and, and kind of counting on it. Um, I'm talking about something that happened in 2020. Um, most of the time when people talk about the DH, after watching it, they kind of flip back, you know, like, oh, I'm I against did. it. But then and then exactly. But you're the only person that flipped the other way. And I guess what I'm trying to ask is like, 
the fuck, bro? Why why did I flip back? Yeah, exactly. So I so I yes, for the, bef- heading into 2020, I was like I want the, I love the idea of the universal DH. Uh-huh. But then it was kind of executed and I was like not impressed with what the Giants did with it. And that was no to no avail of, the, of theirs because they ha- they only had so much time to figure out what they were going to do with their lineup. Yeah. Um, but I talked to Alex Dickerson about it and he was even like, I was stoked until like I was the DH and then it was just kind of a mess. And uh-huh. you know, you had some, um, some interesting stuff like Darren Roth did okay there and everything like that. But well, Flez did pretty good there too. Yeah. So. And, and, and I'm not taking that away, but the reason why I like the elongates careers. So I feel like mm. why, if you could only do it in one season, I was like, are we, or are we going to adopt it or not? So yeah. it's, that's why I was kind of confused. Like, I love the fact that Albert Pujols is still playing. I like the fact that David Ortiz played for as long as he did. Obviously, I'm a Chris Davis girl. I want that guy to be better and then elongate his career even more. So it's kind of like from yeah, that yeah, perspective. Yeah. And so how can you experiment with that and then only have it for one season? That makes no sense to me. So that's why I was kind of annoyed. It's like, oh, okay, you're going to bring it in for a second. And then it's like, that's not that doesn't it's not romantic to me romantic is this mm. guy's gonna play for fucking ever that's why i want it i, want, I think joey Votto is gonna end up on an al team one day so it's mm-hmm. if you're or or make the red yeah. fans happier and have a universal dh, <laughs> DH. and extend that from that perspective um so that that's why it kind of bothered me that's kind of funny because I feel like we have all spectrums of it because we have Tyler who's just well he hates everything so he hates the DH and doesn't want it and then I was kind of like didn't like the DH but then after watching it I was like fuck and then like after watching like pitchers bunt this the spring training I'm like gosh I don't know it seems like you're kind of right you know you know one thing that it's kind of creeping into my head you know the Dodgers have always had pitchers that can hit pretty well even like back in the day like Darren Dreifer you know those guys. But now David Price and Trevor Bauer are going to have to swing the bat, and that scares the living shit out of me because those guys can't hit. Trevor to take some hacks. I am not at all because he cannot hit, and same with David Price. But then you guys got got Clayton Kershaw and Tony Gonsolin. Tony Gonsolin, you haven't seen him hit yet, but that dude can hit bombs. So I don't know. I mean, I think it hurts well, the what, Dodgers. What's, well, what's this year. the the ratio? Is it like Madison Bumgarner, where people think he can hit a lot of bombs, but then you look at his actual batting average and it's not? Okay, we're we're not we're not gonna um, entertain <laughs> conspiracy theories here, Jessica. So, I think, <laughs> oh gosh, that's terrible. Oh man, yeah, that's so true though. Yeah, because I think I think with Madison Bumgarner, you know, he could he could he can hit at five hundred feet. It just rarely happens. Yeah. So. You're just, I think that was the one that you're just like, oh, it could happen, but it just. Well, think about if we were in his shoes. Like I was asked this one question, if I were to get, if like the normal person were to get as many plate appearances. So we'll think, we'll think, take Marcus Simeon, for example, that one year he had 747 plate appearances, best in the league. And he, if I were to get that many plate appearances, would I get one hit? More than likely, yes. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You gotta get lucky at least one. Yeah, my yeah. average would be shit, mm-hmm. but people would only remember about the time that I got the hit. That's mm-hmm. that doesn't make any sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, Caleb Berger, we, we had him on, and he was saying that if he gets a chance to hit this year, he was just going to try to hit it 500 feet because he was like, "Yeah, I got nothing to lose. That's you know, no one's expecting anything of me, yeah. so I'm just going to try to hit this thing 600 <clears throat> feet." Which I feel like that could be the Giants' mentality sometimes. Mm. <laughs> With all their players. Anytime they're not, not in a bad way. Oh. Like I feel like they definitely mm-hmm. took advantage of the 60 game season. Did they not last year? They did. Mm-hmm. Yeah. In certain they ways. played, they played a, yeah, like play a, a way and above. I feel like expecting. they're, they're kind of like the reds. They like a few years back or the Braves a few years back, like they weren't making it to the playoffs, but they were gonna be the team to piss other teams off like toward the yeah, end. Yeah. Yeah. Like, Hey, I think we're just going to win 20 games. Cause like, why not? And then they yeah. just like, win all these games. So, and I'm not saying that the giants will be there that the entire time, but if, if, if any team could be like that, I feel like it could be the giants or the A's are known for doing that sometimes, you know? So mm-hmm. Astros were like that a few years back before they did their world series run. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I'm, so I'm always like way too optimistic. So I, I, I said that they were going to be there, but I also thought it was because their pitching was going to do well and maybe their offense might get 
get them like just enough runs, like, you know, because those are like the Giants teams, but I was a complete opposite. So, so real, yeah. real quick on the, on the DH, I'm curious to, to know, do you think it's going to sneak in before the season starts? Because I think it's going to sneak in. The DH? Yeah. I don't think so. Hmm. I, Interesting. Man, I feel like find so, out. so many, so many owners have out. made, have made so many like peculiar moves, like the stuff in, 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 in Washington, um, you know, I'm really curious about the whole, you know, Ryan Zimmerman, Josh Bell and Kyle Schwarber there. Like, I just feel like you gotta, you, you gotta think that the DH is going to be there. Or um, they're just doing it to, for insurance. Because so 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 many of these things are so fluid. I, I mean, I don't believe so. And this is I don't have any inside knowledge. I especially in this particular thing. Well, we're going to take it as as legit knowledge, but one hundred percent. But the, from what I last heard, it was just like just be prepared for not having a universal DH. Because remember, right. like the that agreement was only for one year, and they saw the BS that that was. But I don't foresee them doing that. And but if they do. I could only imagine how pissed off the players would be. One one more thing to just tack on to that, just because I want to, I'm curious to see what you think. Do you think there will be a season next year? Like 2021? Correct. Yeah. Okay. Wait, are you talking about 2021 or 2022, Tyler? Though we're in 2021, huh? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, next season, 2022. Are you talking about because the CBA me. and stuff? Yes. Yeah. I think so. I think so. Okay. They better. That's what I think. They mean because the amount of like carbs I take out of my diet to look good on camera, they fucking better. Yeah, and clearly we're doing the same, and we're you know (laughs) trying to be in tip-top physical condition. Obviously, best shape of your life. Obviously, yeah, of course. Yeah, we're taking reps at first base. Everything's gonna be great. Yeah. (laughs) Um, but I mean to to take on I guess a little bit more of what's the the what's been going on this these past couple of weeks in in baseball it seems like every single week you know we have to hear about piece of shit dudes you know doing stuff to you abusing their power and um doing just fucking terrible things is there i mean because apologizing for something that you're not doing as far as people that obviously you know the guys that aren't doing this shit it just seems like it's just very not satisfying like if when people that that aren't that way apologizing to you for stuff that other guys did is there something that like dudes in the sport or dudes that want to cover the sport or whatever can do that's a little bit more meaningful either before or even after the fact yeah i mean hopefully it never happens again so there's no more after the fact but fuck how can you really think that? like don't be jared porter don't do that Mm. when a woman says she's not interested we're not cute being cute about it uh, uh-huh. unless we are. And then those girls are being fucking stupid, but mm. you know, just after, if I don't respond to you for 62 messages, lock it up, lock Jesus it up. Christ. Maybe not even go to 62. I mean, yeah. maybe I might, that, might that, be old fast. Maybe that might be old fashioned, but maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe stop at like four, five, six, just, maybe yeah. even 15. Yeah. And yeah. And I, I mean, don't get me wrong. Like I've heard a lot of horror stories and I've been very, very lucky. Um, and the players have been phenomenal. I haven't had any issues with front office stuff. And maybe that's because if you meet me, you know, you can't overpower me. Um, and, but it's not always the case. Right. So I don't want to take that away from women, anything like that, but don't be the Jared Porters and be an ally to us. Um, A lot of the players have been phenomenal in having my back with the bullshit that I've dealt with. Taylor Trammell once like just on social media had my back when somebody was harassing me. Mm -hmm. I'd even ask him to do that. You know, uh, play like my, like Dallas Braden's had my back when I've gotten harassed at a bar before. Like he, it's just like, Mm -hmm that I shouldn't have to ask to have my back. Not that I can't, couldn't, you know, help myself, but we want the support we want. Yeah. If I were to complain about something, I want you to just believe me. I don't want you to have mm. to go, well, did you, did you have it coming? Stuff like that. Don't be gross. Don't be a Jared Porter. If, if you, if you, or, you know, the Mickey Calloway's of the world, you know, whatever they're, it's just, it's, it's disgusting. And, you know, I don't, I don't think that, 
it'll ever change, unfortunately. Um, but I feel like we're hopefully in the right direction with these reports coming out over these people. And, you yeah. know, I, I feel like that's very imperative. Um, but that's what it ultimately comes down to. You can't stop something that you haven't started. So don't even start it. If yeah. you feel like it's uncomfortable for mm -hmm. that person or you know for a fact if you're acting Jared Porter-esque and you see what happens to him, you see what happens to similar scenarios, maybe stop. Yeah. Don't spread conspiracy theories. I get it. I, I died at your crazy. Call me old fashioned. That was funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, I have those every once in a while. I, yeah. I, yeah. I He's always good for at least one one zinger an episode. Yeah. No, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, like really just, it's really disheartening because obviously you know that this this stuff is going on because it's it's going on everywhere in society and i think people are more willing to turn a blind eye to it when it's in professional sports because you're such fans of these people you put them on such a pedestal um so it's it's such a you know systemic thing that's happening in society and i think it i don't know how we change it in sports in general because i think it's worse because these people are protected because they're such high society types. Um, yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, yeah. it's, it's awesome to hear that you haven't experienced anything like that because, you know, when Alana Rizzo stepped down, we, we were doing an episode and I had said something, you know, along the lines of hopefully this is truly just her taking a, a step away from it because she needs to focus on certain things. And then it comes out a month or six weeks later that, she had issues with players and people in the organization in the past. And it's just such a, a bummer because you think and so the stuff highly of these and people. And the stuff and she it, dealt with afterwards too. Yeah. And it just turns out year. these people that you put on such a pedestal are just pieces of shit. And it's, it's just, I don't know. It's such a bummer. <laughs> yeah. And yeah. I, like, don't get me wrong. Like I, I've dealt with shit before, but it, I mean, you know, what can you do? It's, and and I, that's what sucks is like, at the end of the day, we have to be like, no, well, yeah, you know, and like, I mean, I don't know how long you guys have been following me, but my mentions are absolute trash and it's sometimes become in real life too. Like I've had, like fans are the worst to me. I've had stalkers. Mm. I've had fans push me at games. I've had fans. Jesus. There was one guy that pushed me while he was holding his daughter, his like baby daughter, six month six to eight months and he pushed me and it was because he didn't like an article that I wrote and then and a lot of people saw it and not one person said anything and that sucks because what nobody's gonna believe me you know and Gosh. um and yeah I've had people I have I had anonymous text messages come to me just in the last couple of weeks calling me awful names um one particular said that like she like this person called out my mentor saying that my mentor called me this awful name as well and that was creepy because my mentor a would never say anything like this and b how mm. did they know this person and i were that close you know and mm. and stuff like that so it's not just people of power that are doing this it's people that yeah are pathetic that are doing it too right yeah. And it's so easy for, for, for someone from the outside to be like, Oh, they're just like, you know, loser guys. And they're, and, and they're just like guys in their basement and, you know, and a lot of it's probably true, but I, it's just, I don't know. Like, I, I understand like when you get it, especially more than once that it's like, yeah, I know they probably don't matter, but I wish I didn't fucking have it. You know, like yeah, I wish right. I wouldn't get that. Cause still, I mean, still doesn't mean I want to deal with it. Well, yeah, yeah. And, and it's a thing, like, especially people that have, like, like you said, like nine to five jobs, like Jessica, just grow a thick skin. And it's like, oh, okay. Oh, I feel better now. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Why did I, I say word earlier? What the fuck? Like, I'm like, oh my gosh, I was sad, but like, you told me not to be sad. And now I'm like, not sad. Yeah. So it's like perfect. And, and I hate admitting that too. Like, strangers uh, make me annoyed, but some of these strangers aren't strangers because they'll eventually see me in person and that's scary too and yeah definitely with that i've had to go to the cops over somebody who was harassing me i've had to uh be escorted to the train because people are awful and stuff and it you know to know that people like alana rizzo and whoever else are like dealing with a lot of stuff like that sucks because yeah. same thing like i 
put, I put her on pedestal. I thought she was just somebody who was invincible, you know, and off limits for sure. And to yeah. know, in a way it's comforting. Cause it's like, okay, cool. Like somebody that I think is great still has these struggles. Um, mm. but yeah, it, it blows. Sucks they have to do with it. Yeah. No. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, and like we said a bunch of times, like I, it's, and it, it seems like it's going to continue to happen. I hope that's the last time we ever have to talk about it because it doesn't happen. Not that it gets, you know, covered up obviously, but uh, it's, it's just rough, but um, you know, women in sports, there, there's a lot of strides being made and a lot of, um, you know, milestones and um, are, are being crossed. Do you think in our lifetime, we're going to see uh, a female in, in baseball as far as like playing, obviously like in MLB. Yeah. in MLB. Mm-hmm. I don't think so. Mm. I think you think it, uh, so. did I say in our lifetime or did I say ever? <clears throat> you said in our lifetime. Okay. Do what about ever? No. Ooh. Do I you think, think eventually we'll have an all women's league? Mm, okay. I wish I was wrong. Yeah. Um, but I feel, and that's what I. That's what I've, t- I've talked to female baseball players about this too, and they agree. They think maybe you know because there are women playing in, in like semi-pro or like you know high a i think they had a couple um, oh, really but i don't i don't i don't see that happening unfortunately i wish yeah. i wish it's, i wish it's, it was different i wish i could be like puppy dogs and candy canes but it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't Do think you, so and, and you know i'm a former baseball player myself and yeah, it's exactly. just it's just i i wish i could say but it i just don't i don't foresee it happening do you do you think forming a a girls or women's baseball league is a step in the right direction though because i don't know i don't know if you've seen it was a something they did on real sports on hbo about a year ago about all girl baseball teams and how it's you know a very small minority in the united states but in somewhere like japan it's huge you know so in in the united states they kind of take everyone and throw them towards softball but so I mean, I was under the impression, you know, I think starting a baseball league will be a, a step in the right direction. I agree. Because then yeah. it's at least introducing them to baseball instead of forcing girls when they're young to play softball. Yeah, and I could be a resource for anybody who has questions. I have tons of contacts who would love to have more female representation on their baseball teams. Absolutely. Mm. I've talked to them before. I know them very well. Mm. So if anybody ever wants that resource, I got you. Mm. so be good in the mentions something positive yeah yeah don't be a piece of shit this is a good life role <laughs> yeah. yeah. of life. Just try not just to don't suck be a piece of shit. i don't know yeah like- <laughs> some people suck yeah well jessica thank you so much for uh for coming on i know we've taken up a lot of your time already um so i don't i don't want to um have you on here forever and, and and you know never want to talk to us again uh but before we go we do like this thing we like to call um like softball questions. They're kind okay. of like, they're kind of like rapid fire questions, but they come like slower, you know, slow pitch softball. We, we'll like them up for you. Yeah. And if you come out of pocket, we might have to check you. So um, number one, uh, going up for karaoke. What are you singing? And you can, you can hit, hit a couple of bars too, if you want. Um, it depends on the mood, um, okay. but it's probably um, right through me by Nicki Minaj. I could do that in karaoke. Through me? Before. I don't think I've ever heard that song before. I haven't either. Listen to it later. I, it's the only rap song I can do really well. Mm, okay. Sorry, Tyler, to cut you off. What were you saying? Oh, I was going to say, I my go-to, a little bit. because I've wanted to throw this out there for a lot of episodes. My go-to karaoke song is a song featuring Chad Kroger of Nickelback. And I get <laughs> shit on a lot about it before. Hero? Yes! See, it's a terrible song. I don't think no, she's saying not. yes. Like it's a really like, good song. Oh god, it's a good song. And Nickelback bar- doesn't suck. The social media makes this just the worst. Thank you. If if the bar is good full though, of people like you, they're not people good though. Yelling at me when I sing that song. So thank it's, you. It's it's, <laughs> it's no different from like other things. Like things aren't bad. Social media just like pineapple on pizza, not that bad. Social media oh, just oh man. Uh, I don't like pineapple yeah, I'm that pizza, guy, but Nickelback is not 
is not that you had a great idea but then you didn't and then they're certainly oh, not worse than any other radio band so yeah whatever. eat shit jesse <laughs> speaking of eating hottest food take um mustard's disgusting yellow mustard is absolutely mm. disgusting what, what about spice like brown mustard uh, sure, but I don't know. I don't, I'd rather yeah. just have no. That's no. one of those, yeah. That's one of those things. If it's there, I'll have a little, little dab. Yeah, so maybe. Maybe. Actually, an even hotter take is I'm okay with Ooh. just ketchup on a hot dog. See, that oh, was going to be yeah. my question. Boo. I feel like, like the pineapple thing actually might, might have not, been, I'm not about might it. have been your, your, your biggest one. Yeah. But, but if you have, so no, you actually, I think you dropped like three of us in the next five seconds. Pineapple, pepperoni, black olive, jalapeno pizza. Oh God. So good. Gosh, my, my wife always has to have a certain pizza to herself. And it's just so much like, it makes it so mad. Cause it's like, bro, you're the only one who can eat that afterwards. Yeah. yeah. You know, cause yeah, there's going to be leftovers well, yeah. and the then point. I can't have any. Yes. Yeah. That's what <laughs> she does that for just, a reason. Stupid. Yeah. I just, I just like it. I just get mad when I can't eat. That's a um, Shit. that's some queen shit <laughs> possibly um so i i do know that you have a uh, huge affinity for wings are you a person that is i like to taste the sauce or do you like to dip it in ranch can you do both well, yeah it's your but you like the ranch so you like the ranch no i mainly sauce i'd rather have sauce but then i also i i mean i have to do i'll do like I'm like obsessed with chicken wings. So I'll do, I'll do okay. sauce one with, with, with the sauce and then one dip okay. in ranch. The next one, just the sauce, one dip in ranch. That's how, that's how I am. Like with jalapenos. Mm. It's not about the heat. It's about the taste. Like sometimes I feel like it's just overpowering. So I mean, like a burger, I might pop one in and then keep going yeah, pop yeah. another, but I don't want it the whole time. I, I get it. It makes a lot yeah. of sense. Um, so, so hold on before, away. before, you know, I'm a, I'm a chicken wing connoisseur myself. So I got, I got a couple questions for okay, you. Okay. Okay. Are we talking Wingstop or B-dubs? Ooh, that's a good question. So I love the Wingstop French fries because those are like crack. Okay, um, yep. That's a given. But, but uh, actually, I like the Wingstop wings. Yeah. That's the correct answer. Wingstop. Are um, you... Rachel Rachel did give me a Buffalo Wild Wings gift card for Valentine's Day, though. <clears throat> well, tell her to take that back to the store and get your Wingstop one. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> Are, are you a, is good though. Let's just chill. You're, I'm assuming because you know you're big on wings. You're a bone-in person, correct? Yeah, I'm not a monster. Okay. You're not a glorified chicken nugget person. Wonderful. Like I, I'll, I'll eat those. Oh, yeah, course. exactly. Yeah, they're chicken nuggets. I'll never order them. Boss. Last, not even if there's a question. Fire. Yeah. And, not the last question, is, but yeah. this is the last question about chicken wings, as far as I know. <laughs> are you a flats or are you a drums person? Oh, flats. I, well I love, have said I, love it better myself. I just i just set off a fire in tyler i thought this was going to be a one question thing Dude. and he just said hold on step the fuck no, back i got you this go, you go to wing stuff and you gotta get all flats it's the only way I to agree. go i agree and yeah. i i what i like to do is like for sauces i i invented a sauce back in reno and it's called terahati which is basically just teriyaki mm. with like some buffalo sauce mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So good. Or I'll do half teriyaki, half like spicy buffalo. I See, do this like is why I ask these questions, Jesse, because now my world just might have changed. Mm. Okay. But the, once I try but the, the sauce. B-dubs, the, the B-dubs Asian zing is so fucking good. And I I've actually come around. Uh my, my, my wife has made me come around to the wing stop like garlic parm. I've I before preferred the uh, the B dubs one. Oh no. But I don't know. If you get extra sauce on that on the wing stop one fucking drooling right now oh my gosh like extra sauce and extra cheese money um so last question um you got a home run off of anyone in the league and you remember this thing is 500 feet so you're bat flipping the shit out of it and you get to strike out anyone in the league if you uh, you know past or present however you want it where are you going um i would love to hit a home run off of dalton jeffries Mm. Just because he's my friend, and I would just really want to do that. Um, and I would love to strike out Joey Votto. Oh, you're going for the hard strikeout. It seemed like 
I guess everyone goes for Hardy e- either way. Every, a lot we got a lot like Mike Trout's and and you know whatever. But I'm still waiting for that one. No, Joey Votto would give me an at bat. He would give no me for sure. Like the, yeah, one of the hardest people to strike yeah. out. I understand, but like I'm still waiting for the one person that's like. Uh, you know say a certain player because like he didn't autograph your shit when you were a kid and you always hated him i haven't gotten I that, hate yet. that I really guy want it who hates the player for not autographing their stuff <laughs> i always sit by that fucker at a game too oh, yeah. I try, to buster, try to get buster posey's autograph but you know i was interrupting his baby shower like okay <laughs> and i'm like i ran up to him with no master in coven he wouldn't autograph my shit yeah, I was looking at going on. He got offended. I don't like no. <laughs> Some people yeah. think they're people too. I don't I don't get that. I don't understand. But thank you again, uh, Jessica, for, for coming on. We really appreciate it. As always, this episode was brought to you by Renovation Candle Company. Spring lines out now, bunch of new new scents coming out. Go ahead, check it out. Enjoy. Almost yeah. baseball season. Yes. Last episode before we get some spring training games. I'm excited. Follow us on Instagram, Benches Clear Podcast, and on Twitter at Benches Clear P. Make sure you're subscribing to us on YouTube or your favorite podcast platform. Thank you. See you next week. Fuck Aubrey Huff. And if you see me at Camelback Ranch in March, don't come up to me and say hi. Stay a respectable <laughs> 10 feet away and give me a wave. Come yeah, you, maybe like you could do you could do an elbow bump. Nope. Nope. Not even elbow bumping. Nope. Air five. Come give Tyler to air five. They're not going to be able to recognize you anything. Oh, next next year we'll be able to be there and do some cool stuff. But other than that, next week we'll see you. <laughs>